Hello, DoCast listeners, and welcome back to season two of the DoCast. We're so excited to be back. Um, on this premiere episode of season two, we had the pleasure of talking to Brandon Craney, Development Manager of Corporate Relations at Cancer Support Community here in Central Indiana. Cancer Support Community ensures that all people impacted by cancer are empowered by knowledge, strengthened by action, and sustained by community so that no one faces cancer alone. Brandon's role, among many other things, is to find new corporate partners in the community as well as secure sponsorships for their fundraising events that they do to fund the programming. Brandon is a Marion University graduate who has a passion for philanthropy and fitness. He also has a huge heart and works tremendously hard for those who are impacted by cancer. You do not want to miss his story, I promise. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode of the DoCast. We have a great season ahead and we promise you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. Of course, glad yeah, to be here. Yeah, yeah. It's a perfect Friday. Yeah, beautiful weather. Yeah. yeah. So I know we talked about it a little bit when, I don't know, it was probably our first meeting over at La Peep or what have you. Is that how you say it, La Peep? I think so, yeah. I have no idea. Um, how'd you get in the nonprofit space? No, it was at Sun King. That's when we were talking about oh, this. Oh, that's right, yeah. 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 Much more fun. <laughs> yeah, a couple of Osiruses. I forget the story. So right. I'd love to, you know, and Courtney wasn't there. So what, what drove you into the nonprofit world? Yeah, so I was doing uh, development work or fundraising for another cancer group out here in Indianapolis while I was you know, going to school and even when I was working for my first job out of college. Um, and then I realized, you know, I like doing this so much that I'd like to probably make a career out of it. And so I went back, uh, there's a program at Marion University called The Exchange that kind of puts you in front of the right people to talk to. And uh, that's how I got set up with uh, Eric over at Cancer Support Community. And uh, he took me on a tour of the building and explained what they do there. And uh, I knew I was hooked. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Nice. So school, football, and you were on the side, you know, fundraising Yep. as well. Absolutely. And working full time at GNC. Oh, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. I had a bunch of friends work at GNC, yeah. mainly for the discount on products. That's how I got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, if your money's going there anyway. You might as well at least get discounts on right. it. Right. Exactly. You know? So, because you're not, you're not from Indy, but you're from the yeah the Brownsburg, area, right? Brownsburg, yeah. That's right. Not too far of a jump. No. So no. I I when I got married, we moved over to the west side, and yeah. uh, her family lives over here. Or I'm sorry, on the north side. I was from yeah. the west side. Yeah. Um, moved over here when we got married. Uh, yeah. Close to her family and. Yeah. You know, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. So. You're right there off the highway, so they give the, you can shoot to Browns oh, for 30 sure. minutes. Oh, you're yeah. good. And they're, they're, they're gone. Everything there. in Central Indiana, it's like 30 minutes away. It's that's a great thing about 465. Yeah. Um, that's what we battle with my wife. Uh, when we bought our house, it was grocery store, um, Walmart, and a gym had to be no further than 10 minutes away and uh, in the highway. And we ended up achieving one mile away from the highway, like a half a mile from the gym and uh, two grocery stores, which she's in love with Aldi. Oh, yeah. Um, she got mad that she wasn't at the grand opening. Oh, yeah. She was out of town. On 82nd like, Street? <laughs> no, on night, or on 116. Oh, I didn't know they opened one over there. Yeah, it's, it's super beautiful. Nice. Is it? Yeah. It's the prettiest Aldi I've ever been in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they're stepping up their game, but 
anyway, sorry, tangent with uh, <laughs> the housing and stuff like that. But so for everybody who's listening, you know, in the fundraising world, because a lot of what I understand you do is more the corporate development side. Right. How does that work when, because in your space of, of cancer, um, I mean, there's a lot there. And I don't like to see nonprofits competing, but cancer's a pretty big area of the nonprofit world. Right. Uh, so how does that, how does that play out? How do you really separate yourself with your organization? So, talking to corporations. Yeah, so our organization, um, I feel like, is one of the only that we help everyone. It doesn't matter if you are making a million dollars a year or you're, you know, on welfare stamps. Um, we're here to help, and um, having that wide range really appeals to a broader audience. Yeah. And I think that that's what separates us. Yeah. Can you go into your mission a little bit? Because I know, I mean, with you, the connections that you have within right. the health care world, I think that's what I feel like is pretty unique about your organization. Yeah, so uh, Cancer Support Community Central Indiana exists so that no one faces cancer alone. Um, we have programs of wellness education and support that we offer uh, to all of our patients and patients' families. You know, we take care of the loved ones and the caregivers as well yeah. uh, at no cost. Um, so anything from like yoga and Tai Chi to events like uh, cooking for wellness, where we teach you how to cook for those with cancer, or cook for yourself if you're going through cancer. Um, we have series that is informative, like Cancer 101, um, programs like Ask a Lawyer series, uh, which is where you could come in and ask about long-term and short-term disabilities. Um, we try to be there for every step of the way. Yeah. We've got uh, support groups and um, individual support that you know, caters to people that are going through cancer, have a loved one with cancer, have beat cancer. I mean, we want to be there for every step of the way. So help me understand, walk, what's it look like when you say yoga and Tai Chi, like you put those together, but right. like, how does that play out? Do you guys partner with an entity and you cover the cost of that program for them? Or do you guys do that in-house? So do you we do have a standalone location at 71st and Zionsville Road. We're also in 12 hospital systems in Indianapolis or in Indiana. Um, we actually just moved into Bloomington space as well. Um, but our yoga and Tai Chi is available at a lot of the hospital groups. We do offer yoga at our standalone program. I mean, obviously things have changed now because of COVID. Um, so our programs are available virtually right now. Um, and we do have contractors that do that kind of work. Some of them do it on a voluntary basis, um, but they're all professional and um, it's great. It's a big yeah. draw. Yeah. So do I hear you write Tai Chi in the, the hospital? Yeah. Um, do I, apparently I don't know what Tai Chi <laughs> is that you can do it in a hospital. You know, um, I wish I was a little bit more versed on Tai Chi. Um, I, I believe that it's like, you know, movements and things somewhat. Oh yeah, is that kind of like Karate Kid when they're out there on the <laughs> rock? Is that what that is? <laughs> Oh, I think that's man. what it is. You would hit it off okay, with my okay, boss. Okay. He loves karate kid. He talks about it often, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, that's um, why Tai Chi is part of your program. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's he's very fond of it. Um, but uh, we have groups and rooms. That obviously, it isn't a hospital setting as much as it is. You know, yep. just doing. I gotta look at Tai Chi right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's that's see what hilarious. this is. But, and it'd be even better if I was correct and it brought up karate kid. Uh, I think it's going to be a swing and a miss on that. Yeah, I was right. Um, it didn't bring up Karate Kid, but I was right in terms of those movements right. and things of that nature. Yeah, see? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it. yeah, but I think it's a much slower pace. It's not like karate chopping. It's like No, but there's moments flowy. of there's moments of uh the movies where that's a lot of his training is these movements. I got gotcha. you. So, I'll just go ahead and digress. You win. Uh you're correct. No, yeah. It's I'm, I can see how you can do that in a hospital. Right. That, yeah. That makes sense. All right. <laughs> not doing so, like black belt training. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was kind of thinking of Muay Thai. Yeah. For some reason that was popping in my head and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't seem like a hospital type function <laughs> or uh, activity. No breaking boards or bricks or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, probably no, that's good. awesome yeah. though. Yeah. Because that would be something that you know, even someone who's, you know, struggling from a, a physical standpoint, mm-hmm. they'd be able to do that. It's probably the way they do it. Yeah, we have a program that we do with uh, Indianapolis Healthplex as well um, that uh, teaches you adaptive movements, things that you can do so you can still exercise from home, um, whether it be like from a chair or, yeah. you know, from a prone position, things like that. Just things that you can do at home while you're still fighting, you know, through this. And uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. What would you say is your most rewarding aspect or rewarding moment? You have one? I do actually. Um, I won't use the participant's name, obviously, but um, we had a. Uh, I actually found a sponsor that wanted to allow us to do a ping pong class um, that we did after work. Table tennis is what they call it. I call it ping pong because that's what I called it growing up. But um, so it was a table tennis course. Um, Pretty sure you can figure out somebody's skill level based on what they call it. Because <laughs> I'm with yeah. you. I'm a ping pong player. Yeah. So I'm not the yeah. most skilled at this. Yeah. But um, so we got to use their space um, and we were going in there and we had a handful of participants that would come and um, one particular gentleman wrote me a letter afterwards on his uh letterhead that said, you know, thank you so much for helping me build my confidence by doing this. And um, I really appreciate you letting me come play table tennis with you and things like that. And it just like, there are little things that you do every day that, you know, are a pain or things that you don't want to do. But then when you get something that happens like that, it's just like, this is why you do it. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. I I said that all the time. I I come from the nonprofit space too. And I I said that all the time. It's still, everyone's like, oh my gosh, the work you do is so amazing. Like you're getting, which is not terrible to hear. Like you're getting good feedback all the time. But I always try to remind people like, it's still a job. Like it's still like you're getting up, you're working every day, but those moments make it. Yeah, because there's a lot of hard aspects. I mean, going to, you know, what we were talking about originally of, you know, how do you even separate yourself? And, you know, a lot of them, Mm For most nonprofits, and it's it's so funny when people is like, "Well, can you prove results?" That, that's such a hard thing to do for a lot of nonprofits. There, there's obviously like Habitat for Humanity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they can show results. Right. There's a house. But when you're talking about a moment like like the amount of work that it would take mm-hmm. to identify that yes, that person wrote you a letter, mm-hmm. but there might be a hundred people that that same result happen that you'll never know exactly. right and so you're underestimating or under documenting what you're achieving or you're over like i don't know and honestly when you're working more one-on-one like that like we had a mentorship program and every grant in the state wanted to know our numbers and our impacts mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it was so hard because it's maybe we only impacted 10 that year from a number standpoint right. but the 
like lives that you actually get to impact and that yeah. like deep long-term mm-hmm. stuff. And I don't know if you guys experience the same thing with doing more of this sort of program stuff. Yeah, we definitely have to prove our statistics and yeah. things like that all the time. And it's, it's rough it's hard, because, yeah. you know, we can only see so many people in a day, but you know, we go to these events and we try to get in front of as many people as possible to try mm-hmm. to increase those numbers and spread awareness. So. Yeah. yeah, which is also a, impossible thing to measure right. yeah. it's like so well true. we had 100 people here yeah well, we guess yeah. we'll say 100 that's so true yeah um but i i keep i keep a picture that i took with him from that class and his letter Aww. i framed it i keep it on my desk so that you know that's when awesome. you're doing the cold calling and you're getting rejection after rejection and things like that when you're asking for donations or sponsorships yeah. that kind of just puts things back into perspective yeah that's such a good idea yeah. because i think especially for fundraisers it's important to know that not everyone's going to care about your cause. You are going to get rejection. You are, I mean, you're going to have those no call or no shows stuff, mm. those hard situations that happen. And so bringing it back, I, I've heard so much feedback too of one, perfection is not key. So that bringing it back, but just to show your heart and all of those calls. Right. And even when you are getting rejected, like you're doing it yeah. for a reason. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. How's everything going right now with COVID? It's been tough. Um, you know, we are, still hitting the ground running we're offering all these programs virtually so we still have contractors to pay we still have hospital partnerships and things that are uh we we are still seeing people um and it's it's been difficult because a lot of people are having to lay people off and furlough uh, employees and um when you go and you're knocking at the door asking them to give off of you know off of their profits they're like no we need to keep these because we need to keep our employees paid yeah um so that's been tough um we're trying to find you know other ways and means to bring in money this year and uh we are on the last two days of our virtual 5k that we were working on Mm -hmm. um had a great turnout for that over 100 people participating on our first year of doing that it was fantastic we had nine sponsors uh for the event um we are currently in full go toward our golf outing that we have coming out on October 1st. Yep. Um, and people are starting to sign up. Sponsors are coming in and it, yeah. I mean, you can not really necessarily breathe a sigh of relief at this point, but just to know that you're not gonna tank at this point yeah. is yeah. A, a, you know, yeah. like a confidence going into it, so. Yeah. No. So this is your first 5K ever yeah. and it had to yeah. be virtual. Right. Yeah. You were, were you expecting it to always be virtual or were you trying to plan it before COVID? So our major event, Laughing Matters, um, is held oh, yeah. every April and we had to switch that to virtual and it was like a last minute kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, as a matter of fact, we got an email from, uh, my wife and I got an email about our tickets from Ticketmaster, whoever our ticketing person was, um, saying, hey, the event's been canceled before we had even like, gotten a chance to say that it became like they were wow. already starting to pull the trigger on these kind of yeah. things that ahead of time. Um, so it was like a Ugh. scramble mode at that point yeah. to try to figure out what we were going to do. And, yeah. um, luckily a lot of the people that had given, um, we start, you know, working on that at the beginning of the year, like as soon as laughing matters is over, it's like, all right, we're planning next year. So luckily we already had a lot of sponsors and a lot of them were really cool and let us, you know, continue to use those funds. And I mean, they know that it all goes towards programming. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but when we got to the end of laughing matters then it was like what are we gonna do like we we have to figure out something else to bring in money because yeah laughing matters went okay this time but like what we're not gonna be able to see people in the building until who knows when um so my partner that i've got in development uh she's on the operation side kelsey um she was like i've seen people do virtual 5ks we should look into that and so you know we started hitting the ground running and 
luckily it worked out pretty well. Yeah, and yeah. you had to pull it off in that short amount of time. Yeah, it was a very, pretty impressive. Pretty quick turnaround, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, but that's actually the benefit to virtual as well. Yeah, you, you can move it at fast pace. Right. You didn't have to worry about finding, you know, I'm going to call them street codes and getting officers to block yeah. off street. Like right. all that kind of stuff Fire goes department. right out the window right. where you can just say, hey, let's rock and roll. Let's mark it and go. Absolutely. So yeah. the, I think that's going to be, you know, I was uh, getting interviewed yesterday and it was all about some of the aftermath or some, uh, I forget the term that they're using right off the top of my head, but um, basically the trickle effect of what's going to happen. And a lot of people go negative. And I'm like, there's going to be some really good, obviously there's a negative side, right? Mm -hmm. But there's going to be some positive sides of it where a lot of people do a virtual fight. I mean, think of all the nonprofits who just don't have the pure numbers to justify a 5K. Well, you can do that virtually because maybe you only need 100 people total. Right. Where normally if you did that, you okay, we got to have at least 1,000 people right. to make this really work. Um, so yeah. I'm still, I'm waiting till somebody tries to do like a, a virtual golf outing where, you know, it's all <laughs> like a golden tee right. type of thing, you know? Um, but that'd be fun. Like you're right. sitting, you know, I, I'm not a gamer, so I don't really know what, how all that would Some play out. Some mini golf or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that'd I do But so I, if I anything, some benefits there. Yeah, I've just loved how creative organizations yeah. have had to get. And I know it's been hard for everybody, especially nonprofits. But I hope one thing that organizations learn is how, because I've, I've seen a lot of like virtual galas or virtual events that make the same amount of money and I'm sure cost a heck of a lot less. And so I don't want to see in-person events go away completely because right. I think that there's an important aspect to that and yeah. being in front of people. but. I, yeah, I hope some creativity, lasting creativity happens from this time. Agree. For sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That, that's a very, I mean, to that point, we, um, we, not, we, I would never say that we lucked out by having to do Laughing Matters virtually, but yeah. then it got to the point where we didn't have to pay the venue and the comedian actually returned the deposit and like it yeah. was uh, it just leaps and bounds. Like it was a blessing that those things were able to happen because, like, mm -hmm. we were in a bad place for for a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I can't no. imagine. Yeah. Well, but everybody's uh, like that right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing, and I think we've talked about it before. You know, and it's not just a nonprofit strategy, but you know, we're even trying to do our best. But you know, when it comes to you know sponsors and the the corporate side of things, it's just trying to show them as much love. Right. As you can right now to keep the, the rapport and the relationship, knowing that they can't write a check because for good reason, you know, I want to keep my employees. And it's pretty hard to say, no, give me money, even though I know you're struggling. Like, it's is that really even right to do? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, let me jeopardize your company. And I when you know they should keep that money. Yeah. Um, and recognizing that, like, hey, when things get good again, I know you're going to be here to support us. Um, because I think the ones who can support will, when you ask, like it's, it's a, yeah, why not? And I think um, it's easy to identify which companies, like, because they're industry, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, like landscaping right now is out of control. Right. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure that they can sponsor a golf outing and do that, you know, so yeah, that's right up their alley anyway. 
feel like the yeah. hardware stores are in the same same boat. Oh my right gosh, now. man! I haven't been able they to get this parking spot at Lowe's in forever. I can't oh get any gosh, wood. It's been crazy. Like I, you know, um, no, that yeah, they're out of so much stuff. Yeah. There. But speaking of partnership, so I know we were on the call with Sun King, and yeah. they raved about you in particular yeah. in Kansas support community. What do you think that you do right in that relationship for them? Because I've known Sun King for a very long time. They were one of our community partners too when I was right. in the nonprofit space. And they they talk great about all of their partners, of course, but I haven't quite seen that yet. I haven't seen like that excitement a lot behind one of their nonprofit partners. They're right. just giving, but to be that excited about a partner. so. Just honestly, to give advice to any nonprofits listening, what do you think you do that's different or good? Um, well, I can't say enough positive things about Ben and you know the yeah. Sun King crew. Yeah, um, but to that point, I also can't say enough great things about our marketing team and how well mm -hmm. they do uh, advocating on behalf of our sponsors. Um, Carissa is our marketing guru, mm -hmm. and she does such a great job with all of our thank yous that go out in the form of like uh, posting online and. Um, signage and we always make sure that when we're doing any kind of event like our golf outing when you get there it's gonna be like almost an overload on the senses of like thank you to our partners like mm -hmm. you just really have to do the the work on that but the biggest piece of advice that I would give is can we when, stop right there yeah. though? like you made a good point like I there's so many nonprofits that try to go the cheap version and they'll do this little tiny right. sign at a hole that's not even it, it's black and white mm. and it's like Come on, man. Right. So either don't get a whole sponsor, mm -hmm. charge more than two fifty, whatever, but do it properly. Agreed. And so you know that's good that you guys are doing that because yeah. I've been to some golf outings, and it's just like, man, that that's kind of a I've seen some homemade, kind of disgraceful. Yeah, 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 some homemade kind of, like yeah, they printed like, off ah, a piece of paper. Come on. Yeah, um, I've yeah. seen that too. But um, like I was saying, the, the biggest piece of advice that I would give is um, whenever you can do something for the sponsor like with sun king they have events that they do all the time for nonprofits and volunteer opportunities where you can go to like they did a uh, beers and volunteers program i don't know if mm -hmm. you remember that um no we were there we for sure were there because like <laughs> yeah. you know they asked us to be there they're always so good to us we mm -hmm. have to do what we can to get you know in front of them and yeah. do what they ask and um a lot of people don't think about that aspect of things they're just Showing like oh we got the beer for the event like we're good mm -hmm. like uh they don't, yeah, I think partnership. Yeah. Right. It's a partnership. It it's is. not a one-sided sponsor Agreed. type thing. Yeah, and I think a lot of nonprofit, and not to their fault either, but a lot of staff and nonprofits are so passionate about what they're doing. They kind of mm. expect that passion from everybody else, and right. everybody be so giving, which is great when they are. Mm. But realizing that it is a relationship, and you need to. Well, give and I've talked to Ben specifically, and it's funny because you mentioned Ben's name before you even mentioned Sun King, which goes to show yeah. the relationship. Oh yeah, I would guess to believe that most nonprofits don't have an intimate relationship with the company, like the, their, their contact or even more than one. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the thing with Ben and them, I mean, they get over a thousand donation requests a year. Right. So at one point they have to say no. Yeah. Or if they, um, well, think about it this way, I, and it goes back to a relationship. What if they change their whole philosophy, right? Mm -hmm. What if COVID forces they them- could to change their yeah. philosophy and now they can't say yes to everybody. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna identify, let's go to the people, the organizations who we've built real relationships with and we're just we're gonna focus there because we can't afford to give to everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. Or even trickling out, right? So COVID opens up or 
I don't think that's a proper way to say that. When COVID <laughs> starts to disappear, right. they start to open up their giving. Where they're they're gonna kind of cut it down to right. yes, we're gonna start giving again, but we're only gonna give to this group. Mm-hmm. And so, even as long as I've known the team there, like talking to them, they are very much like, yeah, we'll we'll give a gift bag to anybody. Right. And again, that might change, who knows? But they've always said the longer the relationship is and the deeper that is, the more they're gonna do for that organization. Right. So if you are looking for that, yeah. more than just a gift bag, more than even just beer donation, which I know is really helpful usually when you're <laughs> yeah. doing events and stuff, but yeah. yeah. yeah it, and I mean, they're so philanthropic. They well, it was like one point five million dollars in beer yeah. and funds last year, that's and it's, it's just insane. That, and that's yeah. just in the Indianapolis, Indiana area, like yeah, unreal. They well, they're so a small company compared oh to some of the other companies that you hear giving that kind of volume. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, they're and I'm. I think last time we talked, I mean, you have relationships with a lot of companies. You know, I know we're highlighting Sun King. I mean. Yeah. We, you know, they've been a great partner of ours as well. I mean, we just shot a, a, a scene of a commercial yesterday there and their new facility in Fishers. And, you know, so, I mean, they're, they're just good people over there. But that's what makes this fun. You went to Sun King and I didn't get a phone call? It was three o'clock. You were working. Oh. And, uh, you're not allowed to drink during work, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember yeah. reading that rule specifically. Okay. Point, well, now we know. Now we know. So, well, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff like that. To that type of stuff gets me excited. I don't, I don't like doing, uh, you know, photos. Uh, what is it? Photo stock pictures right. and you know that yeah. kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, the more videos that we can shoot in locations, and if beer just happens to be involved, uh, we'll go that. Well, it's I been mean, involved in most today, of them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny because the very first podcast we did, Sun King again, I feel like it's turning into a promo for Sun King. Yeah. But You're welcome. It was really there uh, in their downtown location. Mm-hmm. And it was at like 11 o'clock in the morning. 10 a.m., I think. And yeah. because we had a camera, they set up a bunch of beers. And at one point, I'm like, man, I'm, we just I'm really thirsty. And I don't even have a water. And the only reason why I didn't crack one of those open was because I was like, okay, am I going to really be that guy sitting here? <laughs> and when we get it all said and done, it's over. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, I would have had one, too. I didn't know you wanted one. I was like, uh, come on. All right. But yeah. anyway. so We no, stayed and had a few. Be a leader. Yeah. Come on. I know. I know. Yeah, once he starts cracking them open, I'm like, right. well, I guess I'm allowed to, yeah, right? There you go. <laughs> well, and that's what we were even uh, talking to a nonprofit yesterday because we were talking about trying to build intimacy mm-hmm. uh, through virtual streaming and stuff like that my advice to her was because it's happened with me a couple of times that say 4 35 o'clock i set up a zoom call because if it's just to build rapport right and just say hey by the way i hope you don't mind i'm going to enjoy a beer this is the last meeting i have for the day feel free to you know glass of wine or whatever and it kind of breaks down barriers and yep. uh you know, not that I'm promoting alcohol here. I mean, if, you, if tea is your thing, drink tea. I know Courtney and Brett love coffee. Maybe it's coffee time. I don't know. Um, but it does. It, it, it kind of helps with that, uh, that relationship building there. So, yeah. which is probably a reason why that you have a good relationship with Sun King because, yeah, there are events to have a tendency <laughs> to. Uh, right. Yeah. I always am the first volunteer to go. I don't know if yeah. that says anything. <laughs> well, it's at, really at hard to event, make it to a Sun King event. Uh, yeah, at really the last hard. event, I think you and I were easily one of the first six people there. So <laughs> I got there yeah. about 20 or 30 minutes before the event to take notes, you know, just yeah. to make sure I was ready to go. <laughs> exactly. 
Was there anything that you, uh, any of the listeners, whether it's corporations, individuals, you know, even nonprofits, I mean, anything that you would want to share that, uh, you know, some great things you guys got going on, um, whether it's a, an activity or just some good work you guys are doing. Yeah, um, we do have, like I said, we've got that golf outing coming up. We're still looking yeah. for foursomes and team sponsors, whole sponsors. Yeah. Um, that's October 1st at Eagle Creek. Um, you guys can always reach out to me or uh, Steve and he can direct you yeah. to me and um, we'll get you set up on that. We also are yeah. gonna be doing a uh, sizzling with Sullivan's. It's gonna be Ooh. a virtual cooking class. Yep. Um, details are still in the works on that, but that's going to be in November. Yeah. So we're going to be having some awesome, you yeah. know, virtual. Well, the golf is going to be in person. I mean, knock on wood, but yeah. um, the uh, sizzling with Sullivan's is going to be a fun virtual little event. So nice, excited yeah, that about sounds it. Great. Well, now you guys are in donate, so it's a lot easier for uh, everybody to find you on there, see Absolutely. your events and things like that, and yeah. volunteer opportunities. I know you have a few campaigns and things in there now. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Page so is looking sharp. Page. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, page is looking sharp. I'm yeah. very impressed. Yeah. yeah. Well, we we had talked about it. Uh, one of the things that, I, and I didn't even know that you were put, trying to put on the virtual. Uh, you know, 5K and you're building out the, the the page and stuff like that. So, yeah. That was a week. That, that <laughs> week, that week that we were building that and getting the 5K going. It was a lot of hours spent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there was even a few emails this week at, you know, seven in the morning. Yeah. You know, uh, but no, it's uh, it, it's funny after you mentioned the wrong color t-shirt scenario. Oh, uh, yeah. The guy behind oh, me gosh. who lives behind me, uh, he just started doing some screen printing. I was like, we need to talk. I got, yeah. you know, I got a charity. They can't have the wrong colors. You know, we, we got It's true. Might yeah. uh, need to help fix this one for them. It was, it was close enough that I think we were okay. But I mean, it, uh, yeah, no, it, I would, I'd like to meet your friend there. Yeah, because <laughs> when it comes to the branding, it's, I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know. It's true. Yeah. You know, I always uh, laugh. Uh, I, I have workout clothes. I get really excited about our first logo. Um, I still to this day love it. And I mean, you're talking, I bet I bought 20 hats in different kind of black, red, I mean, you name it, all these hats, full workout gear, probably no joke, eight workout shirts, six shorts branded. Nice. I mean, super, super matchy dashy stuff. Cause I'm like, if I'm gonna go to the gym, yeah. everybody's gonna know the name of my company. <laughs> and I always work out in a hat because I sweat so right. much. And, uh, we changed the logo. And so it's right completely now- Completely different than- if I, if I did not love my workout shorts so much, they're kind of like coach shorts. I think they're actually called coach shorts. They even got pockets in the back, everything nice. like that. Super thick. But I keep, I always think it's like, man, if somebody saw that, like it just wouldn't match the logo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like off brand. I'm like, same name, but you know. Well, you can just um, so it's like get it from a back brand. Adidas logo. You could just, yeah, I mean, they're yeah, bringing that point, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah that could be a throwback. Yeah, completely different. Though. <laughs> well, like, the reason why I got x is because everybody said it, it just looks too corporate-y. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but it just looks so good on apparel, you know, <laughs> especially a hat. I think that's why I love it so the much. The matching tracksuit, is that what yeah. it's Oh, I would rock oh, yeah. that. It's funny you say <laughs> that. My son uh, just threw a tantrum because we had to get rid of his pants because they're too short now, but the jacket is just still okay. Right. And he lost his mind when we told him <laughs> that, well, I can't say we, my wife did not. I instantly was like, oh, well we got rid of those because you grew out on complete 
freaking meltdown. And she's like, I can't believe you just told him we got rid of him. I'm like, but we did. What else am I supposed to say? He's like, well, you just say we can't find him right now. But, but that's not the truth. I know we got rid of him. Why would I lie to my son? Or just let him I'm rock learning some that uh, you can't pants. always tell the truth. But yeah, so he'll be getting a red Adidas uh, swimsuit or swimsuit uh, jumpsuit. You know, the full yeah. lines down because he loves that there's lines. Oh, yeah. So oh, of course, hilarious. as a dad, I'm like, should I get a matching one for sure? Uh, so we can oh, rock these Adidas. Uh, yeah. You know, old school. Except for you I feel like the old to. school ones weren't they like soft and fuzzy? Like velvet almost. Yeah. yeah like. Yeah, I always think of like George Costanza oh, yeah. when that gets brought up. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> wow, well, I appreciate you coming in, man. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I always enjoy our conversations. Yeah. It's always a good time. So, mm-hmm. you know, once again, you know, make sure you check out, uh, you know, donate page. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what I'll the, put some. I know the vanity URLs and stuff like that. I just don't know yours off the top of the head. So, yeah. go to donate. I'll put information. Find them out. Donate.com backslash CSC. Ooh. Look at that. You're on it. Got it. Boom. Nice and short. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I was like, I'm going to take the shortest domain that I can. And, yeah. there you go. and a lot of them are open still. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you'd good. be surprised how many people, oh, let me write this whole big name. It's, Everyone's it's the one thing I didn't that. think about with uh, you know my mobile bidding company. We do charity auctions. I'm like, simple as hell. But when it comes to a donate or a, 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 a URL, mm. it sucks. And an email, yeah. That's the same with his company, Waterhead Creative. Yeah. Anytime I type out that email, I'm like, oh my gosh. Am I still that? typing? Like, yes, <laughs> still. <laughs> that's why it's funny because that's what I love about when it auto-populates somebody's oh, yeah. email and then it doesn't. And you're like, do I really have to type this person's email? Right? <laughs> like, it's just, we're getting Sometimes so- I just won't even send them an email. If I yeah. have to type it all in and be like, I'm Forget just going to call this person. Yeah, there you go. That's funny. That's hilarious. All right. Well, have a good yeah, weekend, man. Good. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Thank we'll you. do. You do the same. Yeah. All right. Awesome.